1: Good morning and happy Saturday to everyone. I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis.
0: And I am Pastor Jolly John Lecumsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And Matt, bump me up just a bit there, would you? seems a little soft. Okay, that there good. Can you hear better. yourself? Yep, I can hear okay. myself now. Thank you. All right. So this is. Oh, I guess we should mention. Well, they,
1: they've they've noticed already yeah. since we we've got our sound messed up and we're just kind of. <laughs> fumbling through here they know wrestling Wrestling with with the the basics basics. (laughs) we're just pastors people we are not radio
0: that's right we're not engineers we're not tech savvy but we do our best that's right it's amazing if you think about they actually let us come into the studio and do this all on our own
1: unsupervised Unsupervised. i know incredible all this equipment here thousands of dollars (laughs) worth of it we have our little broom closet here with our pull chain (laughs) light bulb and they leave us alone. I don't think they know we're here. Uh, they I think that is. might be it. That's what it they don't is. even know we're here. If they
0: knew, if <laughs> they... they only knew, please don't tell them, would you?
1: <laughs> there would be adult <laughs> It'll be supervision. It would be our little
0: secret between us <laughs> and all of our listeners. So it is, it is. We are on the eve now of, of uh, Holy Week. Yes. Uh, and, and so Matt and I thought, this is what we'll do. we just like to go through Holy Week, We'd share some of our favorite stories. And and so you wanted to start with where it all begins, right, Matt? Yeah, this,
1: this week is what it's all about, right? Yeah. It's what it's been leading up to. And so really what we're going to focus on and, and what many see as the start of Holy Week is what we're going to do tomorrow, right? Right. Tomorrow is Palm, Palm Sunday. Sunday. Palm right. Sunday. And so I want to focus a little on Palm Sunday. and. Each of the Gospels have an, has a count of Palm Sunday, right, so we want to take a look maybe at matthew's Gospel okay. a little bit, okay because there's a couple of things that are unique about matthew's Gospel that I think might be kind of interesting might be of interest
0: well I, All right? I, I, if you think it's interesting, I'm sure I think it's interesting everyone's listening will think it's interesting
1: Great. good because uh, I think I, it's always I, you know what i one of the th- things I do appreciate about Rest of the basics is hopefully we share new insights I know yeah. You, you, Pastor John always has an insight and, and a nugget to share. And I think that's kind of fun, you know, because God's Word is exciting, and it is fun. And it is just it's thrilling, I think, to gain those new insights that the Holy Spirit reveals uh, through the Word.
0: What, what you do, do you guys do a, a, the palm branches? Do you have, like, a palm branch? Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, so Usually so what, yeah, so mm-hmm. what we do is we, uh, we start in the back. Yeah. And so I'll be back there with the Sunday school kids, usually, and we'll uh, start with the a gospel reading for the back of the church. Oh, yes. That's so we, how we, we do it, too. we yeah, so yeah. read about Palm Sunday, and then we process in with the cross and with the pastor and then with the Sunday school children, too, waving the palm branches, and then they usually sing a song, and and off we go.
0: So do you, what do you do about that, the 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 palm cuts? Do you ever get that on your fingers? I those, those are nasty. It's are worse nasty. than a paper cut. It is, the yeah. The
1: palm cut, yes. <laughs> So uh, that's that, That's the thing. We, uh, we don't even use the full branches; those are a little pricey. Oh yeah, right? no, yeah. we just have we just, like the
0: single strand. The fronds, things. isn't yeah. it? But the fronds that's what's what it's called the yeah, palm the frond, fronds? The frond, because they're they're razor sharp. Yeah, no, you know, I know. you your eye me. out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then if you sit beside, in front of the wrong person, they'll tickle you and <laughs> kind of scratch your ear during the we sermon. We discourage that. We uh, discourage fuck. that. No
0: tickling. <laughs> no tickling. No tickling. No use for Got to use it for good, not use for bad. Use a palm for good and all right. Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. Where do you want Matthew, right from the beginning? I'll, yeah. Because you're well. going to point out the things that are unique, because honest to well, God, I, I sure don't remember so. what's, what's unique <laughs> about Matthew.
1: Well, you've probably preached on this so many times I over have. your ministry, John, I uh, because it comes up a lot. So it's this reading for Palm Sunday, obviously, okay? Or some, some churches recognize the Sunday of the Passion, and yep, they might read yep. through the Passion reading. But I think it's also the Gospel text a couple other times. Oh, is it? Uh, throughout the oh, church uh, Advent. too. And yeah, the first Sunday May, yeah. of the that's what here. I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it's always yeah. there too. So it comes up a
1: couple of times, we have a couple of opportunities to preach on it. It's in the gospels. So it must be important, it must right? Be important, so yeah. why is we will look at why is it important and then yeah, hopefully some new perspectives
0: Along the way, too, because... New perspectives on Palm Sunday, right here on... Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. Yeah, okay. now that we have the
1: mics figured out and our sound <laughs> lined up, <laughs> off we go. So, yeah, let's let's get started. Matthew, chapter 21. And, uh, John, if you want to read, uh, you know, just uh, How about... Um, well, let's just do verse
0: one for now. Okay. Now, when they, it's uh, yes. Jesus and his disciples, uh, drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Okay,
1: so so we're about, He's going to tell them to okay. to to get that donkey ready, right, to go yep. into yep. into J- Jerusalem. Now, now, verse one though, I think that's interesting. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem, okay. Yep. Um, you you kind of threw in your own little commentary there, yeah. uh, who is the they okay yeah who's the
0: yeah. they that's a good
1: question so you, you threw in Jesus I and Jesus his disciples, and disciples yeah. yeah you're exactly right, so Jesus and his disciples, yeah. but
0: was it more than that? I think it might have been more yeah, than I think now it might that. Now yeah. yeah.
1: So here's kind of an easy insight. Uh, maybe a uh, uh, two more among the they okay. that are coming with Jesus. So let's uh, let's back up to All the chapter right. right. before. I'm ready it. to back up. Okay, okay. so to well look, just a chapter right before there, uh, right. verse 29 All of right. chapter 10. So read about maybe who some of this they is.
0: And, and as they well, that was well there's another the they. Question. As they went out of Jericho, a great crowd followed him.
1: So there's already a crowd. All right, keep I, going.
0: And behold, there were two blind men sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was passing by, they cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. All right. So, I, so two blind guys.
1: I, what are they crying out?
0: I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. Oh, what, what are
1: they, the blind guys, what are they oh, crying Oh, have on?
0: mercy on us, son of David. Yeah. Does yeah. it
1: sound familiar? It does. Yeah. Kind of like Palm Sunday stuff. <laughs> I know, stuff. exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's almost the exact same cry as the Palm Sunday crowd. Right? Yeah. That's neat. That is really neat. So here's these two, two blind men, right? And they're crying out almost the exact same thing as Jesus is passing by on the road. Just as so, he pass by on the road on Palm Sunday. Well, keep reading, verse 31.
0: The crowd rebuked them telling them to be silent, but they cried out all the more, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. And stopping Jesus, called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. And Jesus, in pity, touched their eyes and immediately they recovered their sight and followed him. Yeah. Pretty neat, huh? That is pretty neat.
1: So, so if you read the the con, you know, unfortunately, one of the we, we talk about our lectionary here and yeah. learning the basics, and we talk about how those assigned readings for the church here. and how that that's really a pretty neat thing. You go go through the life of Jesus throughout the course of a a year. But one of the one of the drawbacks, one of the bummers of the lectionary is you just have that of the bummers, a lectionary <laughs> oh, <shit>. bummer. What <laughs> oh, lectionary bummer, John? I've never is, heard
0: that. <laughs> Term used in context <laughs> of lectionary, but go ahead, Matt. Go ahead.
1: Well, leave it to resting the basics yeah. to coin a new term. <laughs> that's right. Um, one of the bad things is it, it cuts it off. So you yes. just you, yeah. you have this this, this reading re- read in a vacuum. You know, yeah. you only read these ten verses, and especially if you don't have a Bible in the pew or you don't bring a Bible with you, that's all you see and that's all you yeah. hear. You don't really have the context. But I think this is one example where the context is kind of cool. It is. It all is. right. So Jesus, the, the people with him, they're his disciples, right? They're passing through these, these blind men yell out to him. Almost the exact same thing the Palm Sunday yep. crowd yells out. Jesus heals them. Okay. Restores their sight. Their eyes are open and immediately they follow him. They recover yep. their high sight and they follow him. And then the very next verse is now when they drew near to Jerusalem. Yep. So perhaps among the they who are drawing near to Jerusalem and Palm Study are these two blind guys. Yeah. These two men who are blind who recite had just been restored.
0: So 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 you've got Jesus, you've got the disciples, you've got the crowd, you've got the two blind guys. Yeah. But but here's my question. So I'm thinking the crowd, this is a good group of people, they're also gonna shout Hosanna and son of David yeah. stuff. Yeah. But why did they rebuke these blind guys?
1: Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So this so they're you, crying out. You think, yeah, yeah.
0: think there's so? come on, join us in the parade. But oh, no, no, you guys shut up. We got to get into Jerusalem.
1: Yeah, they rebuke. So this is pre-Jerusalem, they rebuke yeah. them, right? Telling them to be sad. They cried out all the more. I think there's another parallel to Palm Sunday. Okay. Um, remember what they say. What do they say to Jesus? Rebuke them for oh. for crying out Hosanna on Palm That's Sunday. That's right. Right? Yeah. And uh, then what's Jesus' response? Uh, I tell you, uh, uh, if uh, they're uh, quiet... Even the stones, even the rocks, the roll. The even rocks. The rocks will cry yeah, out, yeah, right? Yeah. So, again, kind of a cool parallel. They're telling these guys to be quiet, and they just get all the louder. On Palm Sunday, Jesus, t- tell these people to be quiet. And Jesus says, if they're quiet, even their very stones will cry out. You just can't, you can't stop praising the Lord. You can't stop crying out to the one who is the son of David that cried, Hosanna, and save us.
0: And yet it, it says something about the crowd, doesn't it? Because we always assume that this is... Uh, so the way I've always seen the picture is he's coming in on Palm Sunday, and we've got the good guys. We've mm-hmm. got the yep. pilgrims from Galilee that <laughs> sure. come down. They're shouting Hosanna. And then, like you say, we've got the evil, wicked priests and Pharisees. are saying, oh, tell them to be quiet. This is not appropriate and everything. But actually, the crowd's they're not so good either, are they? It just depends on the context. They're also telling other people to shut up and and, and telling Jesus to rebuke them.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I can't help but think this is, maybe even Jesus' own disciples are telling these two blind men to shut up.
0: We have that with the the woman from Canaan, right? Oh, yeah, just tell her to go away. She's just annoying us with all of her cries and stuff. Yeah. And the other
1: example that comes to mind are the little children, the disciples. Oh, Oh,
0: no, Jesus
1: doesn't have time for you. Get away from Jesus. Uh, And yet Jesus welcomes them.
0: And 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 now we got Jesus he does do he does rebuke them doesn't he when they say don't allow the little children he says suffer the children to come to me he rebukes them he
1: doesn't rebuke the children he rebukes the disciples yeah Yeah. Yeah. so we have the disciples sort of shooing people away time and again and jesus again and again welcoming and blessing and healing and restoring so kind of a neat picture here and uh that that's palm sunday crowd boy it's just a mixed crowd like you said And uh, I don't know if anyone in the crowd really has it right. Really knows.
0: I don't disciples included.
1: Really knows what's going on. Why Jesus has come what he's there to do and think maybe even romans were there too some of the romans roman sure, soldiers perhaps sure. you're here's a crowd and all of jerusalem coming out to see him and you got to think even some among the roman soldiers perhaps just checking it out what's going on do we need some crowd control here what's happening we need to keep the peace is this some guy claiming to be king or what's going on uh so really boy a mixed group of people there in that palm sunday crowd
0: wow <laughs> And, and and I think it all comes down to the fact that they're they're looking to Jesus to be some kind of secular worldly deliverer. Yeah. uh and in fact if you think about it, Matt, both the bad guys and the good guys look at him as that yes. right why are the bad guys frightened of him they're not frightened about the fact he's going to save the world they're frightened that he's going to lead a rebellion and he'll upset all of their nice little relationships they have with rome and they'll end the peace that enables them to uh, be selling uh, animals and and making money on money changers so isn't that fascinating so even though they're totally different they actually have the same view of jesus yeah. that he's just something worldly that's going to help us here and now and not the one who comes into Jerusalem to suffer and die yeah. for our sins and the sins of the world.
1: Yeah, whether they view him as a Messiah that's an earthly one, yeah. right, And or you know some of the religious leaders uh, that that fear that he might set himself up that way. And the, the Romans, too, perhaps yep. afraid he's, yeah. he's going to be some earthly guy. I think he's uh, going to... Cause rebellion among the people. Well, Claim that, that he's that's king. the
0: Pilate. Are you a king? Yes. Yeah, that's the thing we're concerned about. I don't care if you're some kind of religious guy. Yeah, who, yeah, but, who cares? But, but if you're a, if you're challenging Caesar, which, of course, is ultimately why uh, Pilate allows him to be crucified. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fascinating. Man. Yeah. Okay.
1: So among that crowd there, the they. Yeah. So now when they drew near Jerusalem, right? And among that crowd, perhaps, it seems like a pretty good chance, according to Matthew, those two blind men he just healed as part of that crowd. Yeah, one of the first exciting. things they see with their eyes then is Palm Sunday.
0: And, 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 oh, now you got me thinking. And they're really the only two people that really are, are understanding what's going on. That Jesus is the guy that comes to deliver us from something that's really personal, uh, our blindness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They
1: certainly have a different perspective, yeah, don't they? Yeah. And their cry, "Have mercy on us," and He has oh, had mercy is. in a tangible way yeah, in their lives.
0: Because yeah. do they? Do, the crowd doesn't cry for mercy, do they, Matt?
1: No, I mean, there quite is Hosanna. Hosanna is well, the one that comes to the name of the Lord, Hosanna the highest. God
0: save us. You know, Hosanna,
1: yeah. God save us. And, you know, some have said that Hosanna, though, um, you know, we literally mean, yeah, save us. Yeah. But at this time, Hosanna is almost like a, uh, a shout of just praise. You know, okay. like, I don't want to belittle what Hosanna means. Yeah. But, you know, some have said it's just kind of like, yeah, yay, yeah. hooray, you know. So it's, you wonder how how deep of a hosanna they, they really have, right?
0: Well, you can't really say hosanna unless you first said, have mercy, have mercy. on me, you can you? truly
1: yeah. say hosanna yeah. Yeah. in its deepest meaning, Lord, save us. Can't be said unless, yeah, have mercy upon me first. And even if they are shouting it with that, Lord, save us in mind, again, I, I think you have a great insight. It's not necessarily from sin and death no. and the devil that they want salvation from. They want saving from from Rome. Save, yeah.
0: Which, oh man, Matt, that's such a cool thought, which is why then you rebuke some guys that are blind, because they're blind and God's probably punishing them, that's why they're blind, and that's not the issue, this isn't why we're going in, uh, where of course, if they truly understood, every blind person, every person that was crippled, every person that was suffering from, we'd want Jesus to come and heal them, that's what it's all about. Yeah, uh, even if it's a bigger thing, he's going to do in terms of delivering us from our sin. Yeah,
1: oh, okay. So he wants the blind to call out. He wants us to call out to him, have mercy. Yeah, and he does. So Jesus is coming for a kingdom, but he's coming to bring in the kingdom of God, yeah. right? the kingdom of heaven, and and maybe even a better way to say that is the rain, the rain of God, the rain of heaven as he breaks in, and and we see a glimpse of that rain coming not in power here, but we see it perhaps most clearly in the he- healing of those two blind yeah. guys, that, that what sin has done, right, just from a fallen world perspective, and these guys are blind, He his reign reverses that, the effects of sin and fallenness. Uh, again, not that they had done something specifically wrong, but just sin in general, yeah. he, he breaks through that, he corrects the effects of sin. Yeah.
0: well that is the question of the disciples isn't it when the other blind man who sinned him or his parents i know that's yeah. what's all we do yeah. that today
1: too right yeah. you know wh- who's sin you know that, that yeah that, that this person has cancer Whose sin that 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 that's the that's the city that got hit with a hurricane you know whose yeah. fault was that huh and no that's not that's not how it works um and jesus again rebukes that that thinking too what does he say this has happened the works of god might be displayed yeah. in yeah. his life yeah. And uh, perhaps that's the case sometimes with us, too. Yes. All right. So, okay, we got through one verse, John. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so they drew near to Jerusalem. So the disciples, these blind men, and, you know, I'm in a way, this is kind of abstract, but just everything that Jesus has done so far is kind of the they, too, perhaps. Yeah. You know, the, the people he had taught, the, the works that he had done, all his words and actions sort of following him, in a, in a to use a figure of speech, following him into Jerusalem, everything, yeah, everything he's done so far—it's leading up to this point.
0: And I, th- I think it's cool that he's doing it for the they who really probably don't have any idea why what he's doing or why he's doing it, yeah. and yet he's still going to do it.
1: Yeah, you know? he's the only one. Jesus yeah. is the only yeah. one of on this crowd that knows what's going yeah. on and yeah. what's going to happen, and yeah. just. A few days come Good Friday. Uh, he's the only one who knows. But but yet he comes for those very people who have the misunderstanding of him. That's the reason he is coming.
0: Yeah, but because I'm thinking. So at this point, Jesus could have said, "You guys, you don't want me to heal these blind people. What is wrong with you? Forget it. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to Galilee. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to be seen with you." <laughs> No, he doesn't do that at all. No, let's so they, go on in. Yeah, yeah, go
1: on in, and yeah. they follow. All right. Well, wait. Let's keep. We better keep all going. Right. All right. So, uh, verse how about verses uh, two and three.
0: Uh, saying to them, uh, and I'm assuming this is to his disciples.
1: Yeah. Okay. So he's no oh, two of his disciples. Yeah. yeah send so yeah. two of his disciples. Go yep.
0: into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, "The Lord needs them, and He will send them at once."
1: Yeah. So how. Many, this is kind of interesting. This is only Matthew's account. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. Here's a unique detail. So there's a unique detail. So what are they untying? Who are they bringing? Jesus wants them to find tooth animals. Oh, a donkey and
0: a colt. Yes. Yeah. So yes. a
1: donkey, so maybe a mama donkey, okay, right. and then a colt, a younger donkey tied with her. Yep. That's sort of interesting. That's that's only in Matthew's is account. Is that right. He's that's the only right. one
0: that gives us the two donkey yeah. account? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, why is that? Well, it's actually in the next verse, isn't it? Oh, maybe so. Let's
1: keep going. Yeah, okay. So let, let's. This took
0: place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet. Which prophet is it, by the way? Do you know? Zechariah. Zechariah, thank you. Oh, I knew that, too. I should have known that. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden.
1: All right, so here's Zechariah, you know, centuries before, prophesying about this very day, Palm Sunday. So what does Zechariah say? Your king is coming to you humble, mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. Okay, so, so fulfillment there of those two animals, right? And I don't think Matthew's just making this up that you know they find two animals bringing them, and bring them. I think there's really two animals that yeah. they found and they bring them, and guess what? That's also the fulfillment of Zechariah. So pretty cool. It's all coming together. It's all coming and, together.
0: And, and see, and that's it's neat that it's meant because he's not the only one that ties it to Zechariah. I think John does that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. But but this detail that the fact yes. that there was two of them, because that's typical Matthew, because he loves to quote the Old Testament. He's yeah. all the time saying this was to fulfill and the Lord. Lord said this, and so it would be typical of him to say, Oh, in fact, we all know it fulfills Zechariah, of course, that's what it is. But even down to the smallest detail, yeah, it fulfills the Old Testament, isn't that cool?
1: Yeah, because yeah, you know, he doesn't need two donkeys, right? Yeah, no, but yeah. but it's a fulfillment of scripture here, too. So, so Matthew quotes Zechariah, and like you said, you know, he's quoting the Old Testament yeah. all over the place and showing that Jesus is the fulfillment. But when you read Zechariah, there's one thing he leaves out, oh, okay? okay, another little detail oh, I, here, maybe. I love it when stuff like
0: that. Yeah,
1: so the thing he leaves out here is Okay. Okay, so listen to Zechariah 9 verse 9. Hi. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold your king is coming to you, righteous having salvation to see, humble mounted on a donkey, and a colt the full of a donkey. So what does Matthew leave out? That business about righteousness? Yeah, well okay, oh, right and then and then that yeah, and then the very the very first line rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Yeah, shout daughter of Jerusalem. Um he leaves out the rejoicing. Oh, okay. And I think that's kind of interesting. That is interesting. Because Zechariah is talking about rejoicing, but here we get to Palm Sunday. And, okay, yeah, there's, there's a certain amount of rejoicing going on, I suppose. But, but ultimately, this is a bittersweet day hmm. because Jesus is riding into Jerusalem to die, to lay down his life. And there's, there's not a whole lot of, to rejoice in, in that. You know, certainly that's, that's for our salvation, right? But, and that's something rejoicing. But but what he's going to suffer in just, just a few days' time. Uh, boy, that's uh, that's not necessarily something to rejoice over, right? So it's kind of interesting that Matthew chooses not to quote that part of uh, of Zechariah.
0: Yeah, because Matthew understands, even though the crowd doesn't understand. Yeah. even yeah. though the little religious leaders don't understand, and the Romans don't understand. Matthew, as he's writing this, knows exactly. What's going to be happening here. Exactly.
1: So Matthew's writing this gospel following all these events. He he has hindsight, right? And the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So he knows what's going to take place in just a few days' time. Yeah.
0: But What is that Zechariah passage again? Zechariah
1: Matt? 9, verse 9.
0: 9, verse 9. Because it seemed like there was something else that he left out there, too. Uh, okay, rejoice greatly. That's left out. Yep. Shout aloud. That's in. Behold, your king is coming to you. Oh, Matt, he leaves out the business about righteous and having yeah. salvation. Yeah. That's not in there, either.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cuz see that's that's lacking too, isn't yeah. it? They they don't understand what this is going to be and they don't understand that it is about righteousness and salvation. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for some worldly earthly new kingdom uh which ironically the disciples are still looking for that even after Jesus rises from the dead. Will you now establish the kingdom Yeah. You, oh. But uh, so that's kind of cool. It so so Matthew, it's not that he's ignorant of the passage, is he?
1: No, he's quoting it. Right, he's yeah.
0: intentionally leaving those things yeah, out to indicate be the case. what the understanding of the people yes. was at that day. Yeah, so they
1: don't get the righteousness, they don't yeah. get the salvation part, and and they don't even get the rejoicing part
0: either. Well, that's right. Because you really truly can't rejoice unless you understand the righteousness yeah, well, of salvation. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, huh? That is really neat, man. Yeah. Uh, more. Should well, yeah. Well, let's okay. keep on going. i
1: uh, you'll see where you know we'll... where we where we yeah. end up. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I do think that I, I heard this preached once as a stewardship sermon too, because I thought that's right. Nice. What, what do you do? Just tell them the Lord has need of them, right? When, when yeah. you're asking for uh, so why, yeah, why are you giving it? Because the Lord needs it. The Lord needs it, enough yeah. said. That's to be reason enough, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah I,
1: I think. Well, well, we're, as we're going, growing short on time, I think yeah. maybe to to okay. kinda, you know wrap this portion up. I think that's interesting. Behold, your King is coming to you, and how does the King come? Humble and mounted ah, on a donkey. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm sure you've preached on that before, too, oh, yeah. as have yeah. I. But that Jesus is, is a king, right? Okay, this, the, you know, on this donkey. But at the same time, he's, he's not a conquering king. He's not coming no. there to conquer, not going to set up some earthly kingdom. But he's coming humble and lowly, right? Yeah, he could have come as a conquering king. He, in fact, he, he created the whole world for crying out loud. But, but he comes humbly. That's how he chooses to come. And then humbleness is going to become even more so when he humbles himself even to the point of death. Uh, that death on a cross
0: all right well it seems to me you've kind of set us up for our next week uh when we will gather again on the saturday before easter that's right um, so
1: all right we'll keep up going on with our holy week reflections that week next week so join us here on
0: wrestling, wrestling with, with the, the basics, basics.